I don't know what fans would consider to be our heaviest song ever. I'm actually quite curious about that. Maybe I should put a poll up and ask. Um, but I feel that this one would be a contender for the heaviest motionless song of all time. Hey guys, James Wilson Taylor here for Rock Sound. Now, Motionless and White are back on the cover of Rock Sound. You can pick that up right now at shop.rocksound.tv. And I'm delighted to say Chris himself is on the line right now. How are you, man? I'm good. Uh, I enjoyed, I had a nice mad dash to get here on time and I'm <laughs> late and unfashionably late, which, you know, doesn't make it any better, but we're here, we're doing it. We're here, we're doing it. That's what matters, dude. That's what matters, dude. And, and let's start with what you've kind of been up to recently, because what a tour you are currently on right now. Out in the States, it's yourselves, it's Blackville Brides, it's Ice Nine Kills. And what I love about that lineup is, you know, I think we've said it before, but chances are, if you're a fan of one of those bands, you're a fan of all three. Like, it's a pretty perfect billing right there. You must be having an absolute blast with those crowds and, the, and those guys together out there. It's like a, it's a whole different monster of a tour than anything I've been on. Like, I would say it's most relatable to like Warp Tour where you do have different bands that are maybe into only one or two of the bands, but then you kind of get that mixer feeling where it's, you're just, you're playing. We ask nightly, like how many people are seeing us for the first time and there's a lot. And that that's awesome. Cause you know, you don't usually on a tour, even if you're support, you're playing to a lot of people that have seen you. Um, but especially a headliner, you're not, th this is technically a headliner triple headliner and we're playing to so many new people so it really has a special uniqueness for all the bands and it's really making it feel larger than life and crowds are really having fun so we couldn't ask for anything more yeah good to hear man it looks absolutely incredible the stuff we've been seeing online from it and everything and what a way to kind of kick off this new era of the band as well of course the album's been announced we've heard a couple of tracks out there um i guess before we kind of get into the actual music side of it you know, last time I kind of chatted to you, you were still very much in the writing process. So how did that kind of manifest itself in the end? You know, I know you were doing some stuff remotely. Presumably by the end of it, things were maybe opening up a little bit more. It's funny, the last time we chatted, I was in the basement of uh, the, the house in which the studio, I was in the basement, which a studio was being built in oh, that wow. I then recorded the record. So it's a pretty cool pattern of events there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it took a long time, but because we had it, you know, like there was no feeling of being rushed or whatever. It's just make a record, take your time. Touring's, you know, not really going, not happening anytime soon. So work on a record. And, and that was really, really awesome. That helped in making the record feel like we got the absolute most of what we wanted out of it. And we've been never been happier about a record. And it's, uh, it, it, I think it's just one of those things like every industry that has realized so much about how they can work more efficiently through the pandemic. It's the same for us. I don't know if we'll ever try to rush ourselves through an album again after realizing how great it was to do this one. Um, yeah, it's been a journey um, since the last time we talked. It's a lot of really cool stuff, a lot of tr trying different things kind of the same as always, but just a lot more dramatic since there was a lot more time for me to go off or to go unhinged and uh, try some wild stuff. But it all worked out and we're really happy for people to hear it. 
Yeah, man, I mean, immediately the excitement is sort of palpable, really, isn't it? It's been really lovely seeing the online reaction and everything to these first couple of tracks that are out there. Um, and also just, you know, the, the new set of visuals, the new look, all that kind of stuff. It, it's nice when a world fits together like that. Talk me through, I guess, a little bit about what you're wanting in terms of the concept and approach this time. You know, there's the title there, of course. It feels like the visuals and the thematics, particularly of that first single, are very much matching with that apocalyptic kind of feel going on there. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration behind that. I mean, of course we we were, I feel like it's, it's not exactly cryptic. It's pretty out there about like, you know, we're just kind of focusing on what's going on in the world and depicting that in an apocalyptic sense and what maybe music would be like and what we would want to say in that sense. Um, I like, I like it because it to me has a dual meaning um the title and that the concept is not strictly based on the world that we live in or on but very about half the songs are very much about the world within and i think the artwork does a great job at depicting that you know like there's there's the the vessel that we are that we carry on in our daily lives but there's you know a lot of thoughts emotions feelings in here that for a lot of people have gone through the ringer uh over the last couple of years myself included so i really wanted to have a record that that shared the outside and the inside internal external just it it feels so much deeper than some stuff we've done before and um the aesthetic is just a way to kind of enhance the visual the the concept everything that you see is meant to fit into what I would want to, like if we were making a movie out of the record or a movie out of the songs or something like that. And that's something that we've always done, but never to this extent. And it's been really cool. And we're gonna circle back to it with a couple of the next singles and stuff like that. Yeah, you can definitely see it already having that impact because, you know, I mean, congrats, you know, you could see those music videos which just keep staying up the top of YouTube, which I always love to see when it's bands like yourself doing yeah. that. It's really, really nice, man. Um, but what a kind of great double one-two punch in terms of starting off a new era. I want to mention these singles. Let's start with Cyberhex because that is, to me, such a great first single from this record. It really, really sets the tone very, very well. And you know the word anthemic gets used a bit too much but it fits that do you know what i mean it's a big big sing-along anthem i'm sure it must already be going down really well live for you guys as well dude i, I don't know if in, in all the tons of times we've talked if i've ever seen you smile that much talking <laughs> about anything that we've done it's uh makes me feel good whoa whoa that implies that i wasn't that into it before come <laughs> no, on no, no, now no, no. come on <laughs> just extra excited now that's all that's good. what i mean that's totally what i was getting at. um <laughs> No, it's, it's great. I, I feel like there's a really good energy around the song and the, the songs now as of last week. But uh, yeah, the the song Cyberhex felt like it was like the perfect, this is Motionless 2022, this is Motionless 2010. You know, like you get the whole mixture of what the band has been and currently is in one song with the current aesthetic, the current, you know, everything we're trying to present for what the record is going to sound like and feel like. So it, it was definitely an, an easy pick, but what's weird about it is that that didn't even come to my mind until so late in the process. I was just like, yeah, this song is great. I love it. It's one of my personal favorites. It's a huge anthem theatrical thing, but I was like, it's too long. It's, it just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like that would be a song that I would have ever thought to be the first song. 
And then like towards the end of the process, I was like, what am I talking? Like, everything about this is the first song. And then when we had our band meeting about what was the first song, it, I was shocked out of my mind that everyone was just like, I think we should do Cyberhex first. I was like, really? I was so excited. Um, so that was really cool because it was just something that popped in my brain to be like, I think this should be it. And then everyone else at the same time was feeling the same way. So you can't argue with that. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice when it's unconscious like that. And it just it just happens to be one of your favorites as well, because I would say also with this most recent single everyone's heard now, which is Masterpiece. Um, it's funny how that it, it again it's it's sort of a weird thing to say it's almost like your most radio friendly type song and i mean sure. that in a, in a nice way it's it's really straightforward's the wrong term but it's it's less aggressive it's bringing out that really melodic side of what you guys do and really pushing that to a fore sure. in a way that i haven't necessarily heard you guys do before it's really quite interesting you taking that step and balancing it against obviously the more aggressive elements of the rest of the record too sure yeah i, I think that that's just something that shouldn't be surprising to people anymore like I feel like we've done that now for a while. And while I felt concerned that, you know, we rolled out with cyber hacks, we have this whole, everything that we brought forth to the table, like here's the beginning. And then you put out a song like this, where it is dramatically different. I was a little worried, but at the same time, I was like, no, in fact, these types of songs are the songs that have done the best for us. So even though I thought cyber hacks was like, the one and the first one and everything like that masterpiece actually fits um into the category of what i just keep referring to as our bread and butter you know like it's just the it's what people like the most and um it's showing because it's outperforming cyber hex in every way which is you know again more ammo for the motionless isn't heavy anymore canon you know like well yes we are but we also aren't at the same time in different ways and people like that too so um it was really cool to put that out and show both sides of the record like that and really drive home what makes the band the band in its entirety yeah i think that's that's something that clearly must have come a little bit from all the reflection you've been doing i know you've again you've mentioned this uh in the magazine which again i encourage people to go and read that interview in there but it, it you know the fact that you were spending so much time looking back particularly in the pandemic and with the creatures anniversary and all that stuff it must feel like this record was almost an opportunity to go yeah this is how far we've grown and we can do a bit of this and we can do a bit of this thing too you know that must have almost been if not an aim going in a happy byproduct of these sessions absolutely um I think that as of the last record and seeing how that reacted, what, what did well, what didn't well, and then having that time to completely remove yourself from music and focus on, you know, personal stuff or other aspects of your life and then return to music was such a breath of air that like I, my lungs couldn't even sustain how, how deep that was. And, um, it was, very eye-opening to come back and be like well this is what i want to do this is what fans like how do we incorporate that and it felt like the most um perfectly blended record for us to feel like we're doing everything we want and the fans want but we all agree on the same thing here and it's really cool i don't know it's just a special moment to feel like you're you're perfectly in line with the fans which a lot of times in our history has not happened 
Right, sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like an amazing fan reaction so far, like we see with those singles. And also so much excitement for the guests you have on this record. Really, really oh, yeah. nice choices that all, again, much like the tour you're on at the minute, these guests on this record just seem to make perfect sense for what you guys do. want to ask you about a couple of those, obviously. Um, let's start with Caleb, who I know uh, you, w- you will be out here on tour with at some point. I know that obviously got delayed because of the world. But um, yeah. again, you know, Beartooth, absolute favorite of ours. Such a lovely guy, such a talented songwriter. Must have been a dream to work with like that. Yeah, he, I mean, we did the tour with them uh, in the U.S. right before the pandemic. And I mean, those guys are the easiest dudes to get along with. Caleb's such a pro and um, great writer. He's just great at everything he touches. And I have a lot of respect for him. He's such a good, honest, pure dude. And <clears throat> when I was thinking of people for guest vocals, I didn't initially think of him because you don't really, for me, I don't really go ahead and think of people ahead of time to say like, I'm going to get them and then write a part for them. It's um, a part will be written and then it'll be like, this feels like this would be really cool if this person was on it. And that particular part of the song, I was like, the only person who could sing on this is Caleb. And I would love that to happen. And I felt fairly certain that he would be interested in doing it. And he was, and it just worked out great. Actually, actually saw him two days ago and we, hung out um, with him and everybody on one of our off days. And it was just such a cool hang and great to see friends and relax. And it was awesome. Oh, so lovely, man. No, no, no. It's nice when it works like that, particularly when, you know, you've been friends with that dude for so long and obviously had the remix before and stuff. It's nice to have yes. a full collaboration like this. Um, again, got to mention, you know, Brian from Not Loose is on this record as well, which, you know, <laughs> another sort of like, you know, a different a different world in a way, a slightly different genre he's playing with. But again, I can see this. It's an exciting, exciting collaboration to have on there. Tell me a little bit about why Brian was a fit for this song. Well, um, I... I don't know what fans would consider to be our heaviest song ever. I'm actually quite curious about that. Maybe I should put a poll up and ask. Um, But I feel that this one would be a contender for the heaviest motionless song of all time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe my perception of heavy is different. I don't know, but dude, it's like over the, over the goddamn edge. It's ridiculous. And Brian, has such a unique voice for the genre and it's so iconic and just it just rips your goddamn head right off and um when i thought of like this song it felt like it needed that like i i actually really loved my performance throughout the whole song before i had him do it and i was like do i want somebody to sing on this or do i want to just roll with it and here you go but i i didn't want to miss the opportunity to have you know an iconic vocalist that we really like and we're super fans of knock loose so it just felt like let's let's see if he's interested and same thing as caleb super great guy so easy to work with he nailed it he it was it was just such a great experience it's funny isn't it i've spoken to so many artists like over the last few months in particular now that things are getting a bit back to normal and the idea of collaboration is I feel like it's increasing more and more and more. You know, obviously everyone always likes to see collabs here and there, but like, I feel like everyone's desperate to work with more and more people they love and just more people in general after having been so isolated for so long. It's nice to be able to spread the love in that way a little bit. Um, I've actually been wanting to speak on this because I feel like, you know, in the sense of collaborating in like a guest vocal or whatever, or maybe something that's a little bit more common, people are totally cool with that and are encourage it and love to see it.
but I, I'm seeing more than ever friends working with friends in, in the writing sense, you know? And I feel like there's been this weird, really unfortunate and downright fucking stupid stigma that's like, if the band doesn't write a hundred percent of their own songs, then that completely devalue. And it's, it's like, no, like we're still working on the songs. It's not like other people are just being like, here you go. It's not like that. We want to work with our friends. Like what's cooler than having the opportunity to know a bunch of people that are so talented that share a like-minded vision or maybe have an idea that they want to bring to you and you just sit down with your friends and make music that's essentially what it is when you're in a band it's just you're going beyond the band and why is that a, a weird thing maybe it isn't anymore but um i feel like a lot of people are weird about stuff like that and for me, I love working with friends. I love, I would, I, on the next record, I'm going to go sit with Caleb and I'm going to work on songs with him because why the fuck not? That would be so cool. Um, and we kind of did that on this record with um, the other feature, which is Mick Gordon. Um, same thing. And such a great, huge inspiration to us and a dude that I, you know, would have died to work with. And we got to do that. And that's just, it's, fucking sick so like shut up and enjoy it you know <laughs> yeah i do i do feel that attitude's changing and it's really really nice yeah. to see and yeah like you say mix another great example of a collab on there you know um interesting that the variety of artists he's worked with and uh, it leads me very on very quickly on to another question i have for you about live plans really because he's been known recently for working with bring me the horizon and you yes. boys are on the bill now for one of the live events of the year one of the most unique live events this year which is this bring me the horizon curated festival out there. i mean talk about the opportunity to hang with friends and work with friends and stuff what a mad few days that's going to be you must be kind of up for for that kind of thing especially as it's it's not theatrical in a sense but it is like this weird situation where it's like hey let's take over an island and make it about this music for a few days that's kind of cool i think it's a really cool idea i've not seen many things like that i mean i don't know what to expect um but i've seen some of the schedule and i've i've of course seen many photos of malta and it's not that big so i feel like it's you know going to be a complete takeover of you know our world of people and the the natives are going to be like or at least the tourists and the malta natives are going to be like what the fuck is going on right now but i love that and it's just it just speaks to how really like the the life force that's behind rock and metal right now that you can do that and have that be a real thing that a band could host essentially like a two-day show on an island you know rock and metal are are thriving and that's pretty that's a pretty great testament to that you know uh, last question before I let you go, man, and get ready for shows and all that kind of stuff. Um, let's talk about what might be next. I know you kind of have had all this extended time to work, and I know you guys think forward. You think forward in terms of the planning of the record, you know, obviously the theming you want to have around it and everything. Do we feel like this is the first step into a grander world here? Are you already thinking about what might be coming after this record? Where are we at with that? Um, I'm trying not to. I, I typically do that to myself where I end one thing and just jump right to the next. And I don't even get to enjoy really what is happening. Um, so I'm trying to just, again, learn the lesson of take more time. So now I'm giving myself the time to step away and just enjoy what takes place with the record. And I don't know, I mean, 
I have ideas. I have tons of stuff written down, but I'm not going to act on any of it until I kind of see what the reaction to this record is and what feels like is the logical next step. Fair enough. I mean, well, positive reaction so far, man. Congrats on that. Like I say, the boys are on the cover of Rock Sound. Go and check that out. Read all about the making of this brand new record. Uh, Chris, always a pleasure to chat to you, man. Look forward to seeing you soon, all right? Thank you so much. Great to see you. Good to chat to you, all right, Chris, everybody. Yeah.